0: you've reached a bonus level of the Thoughts and Players podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another bonus level of the Thoughts and Players podcast, the gaming podcast with bold takes and no strings attached. I am your host, Jeremy, writing solo once again, and I am back to show for you once again through another journey of befuddling game development ideas in Games WTF MTV Edition. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the series, and this is the exception of being the MTV Edition, usually it is not. Uh, what we do is we examine two or three games an episode diving headfirst into the effery that birthed these monstrous disasters of video games into existence. I find it fun, quite cathartic, and a bit enlightening as well. So, without further ado, let's get into Numero Trace of this series, and hop into our first game. Now, like I said, this is MTV edition, which means uh, that we're going to talk about three games that are that were licensed out or part of MTV. Now, I feel I'm in this weird position uh, where, excuse me for a second, I have hair in my mouth for some reason. But I think we're uh, we're in this weird position where I kind of have to either remind or explain what MTV is uh, because it is so it has become so irrelevant in the zeitgeist of culture. So for those who are older as myself, I mean, we're not old. I don't, I don't even want to say older. For those of us of a certain generation of my like myself, we remember uh, MTV for certain for certain things, obviously. Uh, there was a lot of cultural things you had. Was it uh, TRL where Carson with Carson Dali? And um, you had, you know, a bunch of other shows. There was real world. There was road rules. There was real world versus road rules. I mean, that was absolute insanity. Um I believe it also had The Jersey Shore. I think I believe that was MTV and not VH1. I get a mix up all the time, guys. I don't even want to explain to you what VH1 is because I'll be honest with you, I kind of still don't understand what it is. Um, but one thing that was uh, MTV branded part of it that I enjoyed very much growing up was Jackass. Okay, you had you had the the crew, captained by Johnny Knoxville, and you had. Everyone around there—you had Bam Margera, Ryan Dunn (rest in peace), you had Chris Pontius, Steve-O, Wee Man, um, the Presley dude—I'm sorry, I forgot his name—you um, had uh, David David McA- 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 what well, that guy—and um, a bunch of other people—and they would just go around and do these incredibly ridiculous stunts. They would hurt themselves. They would break bones all for our entertainment. They were the modern day posse of an evil Knievel, per se, except they did so uh, way more stupidly, if that's a word. But loved them all, all the same. And I have a very soft, soft spot in my heart for the Jackass crew, okay? Um, They've all gone their separate ways, done some different things. I kept up with them through the years. You know, Um, Johnny Knoxville did uh, Bad Grandpa, which was great. You know, Bear Majera obviously had his TV show. Um, Steve-O was doing his thing for a while. So, you know, guys are out there. We enjoyed them. But back when they were, you know, know, together, still doing their thing, had their popularity, uh, guess what? I guess apparently somebody from MTV called the guys in and they are like, Hey, we think it'd be super cool if we made a video game of you guys. We understand we're making movies of you guys. Those things are doing well. So let's go ahead and make a video game. Cause it'll make sense. And, um, well it doesn't, but they said, what well, makes sense? And the jackass guys are like, okay, we don't care. We're just, we're, you know, we're, we're literally breaking our dicks out here for humor. And, you know, you want to make a game? Cool, let's make a game. So that's exactly what happened. Uh, Release in 2007, um, being developed by Sensory Sweep Studios and published by Red Mile Entertainment with collaboration of Empire Interactive and MTV Games, we had Jackass, the game, birthed into existence. Um, Now, the game had most of the crew, not only in the game, but voiced. The only person that couldn't voice anything was Bamala Margera because he had a, con- a contractual o- obligation with Activision, and <laughs> those guys are great. But besides that, the crew was able to offer either um, their likeness and motion capture or their voice. The only person that couldn't was Ryan Dunn, again, RIP. Um, at the time, he had just been diagnosed uh, with depression because he had a blood clot. But otherwise than that he was able to still lend his voice to his in-game character. Um, and uh, Johnny Knoxville and the rest of the crew were in it as well, and they offered, you know, ideas as far as the stunts we could do because they're stuntmen. So w- what is the basic premise of this of this game? Uh, it, it's basically that. I don't want to say it's like a Mario party. But it's basically a game where you have, um, you know, a bunch of different mini games set up for different stunts and acts you have to do. And, you know, it's it, it revolves around everyone doing something, everyone doing that. Right. Um, now, as far as the storyline, you guys are going to like this. So the storyline uh, is is it has to do with Jeff Tremaine. And if you guys don't know who Jeff Tremaine is. He, was, he would be featured, but he wasn't really a stunt guy, but he was one of the producers of the show. Um, so he would be featured a lot, but he didn't do any stunts. Uh, but anyway, the, the storyline is basically that Jeff Tremaine is in the hospital um, after slipping on a banana peel and um, pulling his crotch. Uh, Johnny Knoxville refers to it in the game as a, quote, vagina sprain. Guys, this was mid-early 2000s, so... Um, things weren't really as PC as they are now. So yeah, Jeff Tremaine suffered a crotch sprain um, and the crew was called upon to step up and fill his role as a producer or the director of Jackass. And so your goal is to collect the best footage from up to 36 different stunts that you do through these mini games uh, to help create the newest season of Jackass for MTV. Right. Um, it seems like a pretty interesting premise. And in this one, and in, in that regard, um it's it's at least something. It's at least something interesting, and it's something that's in lockstep with the brand, right? Um this will obviously if you, if you hear me talking about this this game going through it. This game is obviously not the worst of games, WTF. Okay. Because here's the thing, it still doesn't make sense that they created it. But at least at least they went with something nonsensical and it at least paid homage directly to the source material. You know, they didn't do a, hey, let's make a Beverly Hills cop game and let's make the guy white, right? They, they didn't do any of that, any craziness like that. MTV did they do that with later games that we'll get into, but not particularly with this one, I think, because they mostly let the jackass guys have a lot of input and control on this, okay? Uh, but anyway, the game, it offered two gameplay modes for players, right? So you had the story mode right and this is a whole oh Jeff Tremaine split his crotch banana peel you know man right um and then you also had the director mode which is basically kind of like a mode of where you can just do different tricks and stunts and you can record it and just edit it however you want and you could save the replays show them to your friends hey dude look at this sick look at this sick ball smash I did with Chris Pontius on on uh, Jack has the game when he came over, you know, whenever your friend came over or something like that. Um, now, like I said, this game isn't the worst game ever in games in WTF. That don't mean it was good, though. It was still fairly bad, fairly poorly received. This happens to be one game that I personally did not play. Uh, Because I would have no interest in it. I don't want to do that stuff. I mean, you know, at this time, already you had the Tony Hawk, the Tony Hawks out there. And you already had the Dave out there. R.I.P. to him. And, you know, you already have these stunt games. I didn't really see the value in playing a stunt game in which I would purposely hurt my character or myself. But, of course, I very much enjoyed watching those guys hurt and F up themselves. So, yeah, I'll let them do it. Um, but yeah, so Jackass, the game, game number one on games, WTF, it doesn't make any sense of why they created this. They said, okay, we're basically just going to make a Jackass Mario party game. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but they did it anyway. They at least tried to make the story on brand. I give them credit for that. But besides that horrible decision. And I believe that this opinion has come to fruition because, I want you to check and see how many more games MTV Games has published lately. Not a lot. All right. Uh, We're done with that. Uh, We're going to get to game number two. Now, for this next game, I actually couldn't find a ton of information on. But I don't need a ton of information. Most of my information about this game is going to be anecdotal because this is a game that I did happen to have played. I made a huge mistake, and I forever live with regret about it. Um, And that is MTV game number two, published by Activision, developed by Utenix, which I believe is the developer that went on to make Ride to Hell Retribution. So you know exactly who we're dealing with here. We are dealing with uh, a terrible, terrible developer, but they got their hands on this before they did that. (laughs) That is Pimp My Ride, the video game, which was released in North America in 2006, Australia, and Europe in 2007 for the PlayStation 2, 360, and released in 2008 for the Wii um, and 2007 for the PSP. Um, this game is terrible. It, it, it's 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 god awful. Um, so it's released within the same time, around the same time as Jackass the game. MTV just sending their license out, pooping out these games. Um, it, in this game, you're basically you're you're challenged to pimp out your your friend's cars and your cars with exhibit transforming these predetermined rusty old beat-em-ups into these super cool designed cars that you can drive around and be super, super pimp about. Um, By this time, Need for Speed Underground, I believe had already been out. I think several Need for Speeds had already been out by then. You had other racing games, well-established into being able to do different kind of customizations to your car, you know. Um Obviously, you do some of that stuff in the Grand Theft Auto games that were out already. This game is useless. Uh, Pit My Ride is absolutely useless. It is a worse version of all those things, except it has Exhibit in it. um, And... For those for those that maybe don't know, if you're thinking of, oh, Exhibit, X going to give it to you. No, that's DMX, okay? Exhibit is the other guy. You had the braids, and, you know, it's X to the Z, Exhibit, and I'm going to pimp your ride. And then you had the, the theme song, going to pimp my ride. Okay? The theme music was kind of okay. But the game was not okay. It was god-awful. Uh, I remember playing it because I thought it might be a thing where you can have even more customization options on your car. Again, I was super into the Need for Speed thing. I'm trying to think and I'm trying to think of Need for Speed. It had to have been out by then because I believe that's the only reason why I would have even bought this game, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah, Need for Speed Underground, it came out a few years before then. So I remember playing that game so much. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, pimp my ride. I get to do even more customization stuff with my ride and I get to do it with exhibit. That'd be cool. Was not cool. Terrible decision, terrible time. Did not enjoy it at all. A waste of money. I didn't buy it. I rented it. And you know, when I, I mean, I feel like when I, when I returned it, I should have told the person, hey, you guys are stealing money when you allow people to rent this game. You're stealing it. These little kids, these dumb little kids are bringing up this game, and when they say, hey, I want to pit my white, and you and you rent it to them, and you are stealing their money. You're stealing either their money or their parents' money or their grandparents' money, and, and shame should befall you uh, because this is a god-awful game. It looks terrible. How can you have a car game, a car customization game that looks terrible? It doesn't even look good. So you can, you can soup the car up to look the best ever, and it still looks like poop because the game just doesn't look good. The driving controls are super clunky. But then again, these are the same developers that went on to make Ride to Hell Retribution, so it makes sense. Um, I would say this is easily, you know, my top 10 worst games I've ever played of all time. Just because of the amount of disappointment in this game, and the fact that I don't really play a lot of bad games, I don't actively seek out bad games. Bad movies, yes. Bad games, no. Um, but that is it for Ride. Pent my ride. <sighs> this is just a a a a, ter- a terrible game. Just a terrible game. Um. That's it. Let's move on to game three. For our final game, uh, again, this is MTV edition. Um, I feel like this show became popular on accident almost. I don't know why people enjoyed this show. I don't know why it, why it ran as long as it even did. It wasn't around for too long, but, you know, here you go. Um, this game released in 2003, so it was older than the other two. Um but again in this area MTV was like hey let's poop out these really really crappy games. Um developed by Big Eight Productions and CoreSoft uh and published by Gotham Games for Windows, PlayStation, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. We have the esteemed fighting game of Celebrity Deathmatch. Um now I don't know if anybody remembers this show but it's basically the show would satire uh, different celebrities, uh, social, you know, social culture, people, whatever, the influencers of the time. And they would put them in a, in a match, in a ring and give them really stupid voices and really stupid storylines, I guess, and make them fight and do these like really gratuitous kind of beat them ups. I don't want to say they're they're Mortal Kombat like, but kind of, you know, Um Well, anyway, they took this god-awful show and decided, hey, we should make a god-awful fighting game for it, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, So, you know, uh, is there You maybe you want to know the storyline of this game. Well, good luck, because there ain't one, all right? So let's just talk about the gameplay gameplay real quick. So, uh, yeah, what you do is is you're just hitting other people, because that's what you do in fighting games. Uh, You have to fill up a kill meter, right? Um, and you do that by, you know, obviously being successful is hitting people as well as taunting the audience. Um, and then you can do a special move that does one of those crazy gratuitous special, I guess, you know, yeah, like special moves that do ridiculous damage and rips body parts apart and different stuff like that. Um, and then it also has like power-ups and everything like that that you can pick up. Uh, again, it's god awful. It's horribly conceptualized. It, it makes no sense that this show. Got a game and the actual gameplay for the show makes no sense. It, it just none of this makes any sense. Uh, you have fighters you can pick from. There was a total of 27 celebrities you could pick uh, 20 uh, that you start with and then seven of them were unlockable. Um, and then there's also four creative fighters. So let me, let me list some of the celebrities that were featured as fighters in this, in this game. We had Busta Rhymes. You had Carrot Top. You had Shannon Doherty. You had Carmen Electra. You had Ron Jeremy. (laughs) Okay. You had Marilyn Manson, Tommy Lee, Miss Cleo, Mr. T. Um, you had everyone. You had in sync. Dennis Rodman, Anna Nicole Smith, Jerry Springer, uh, Wolfman. It. Uh, I mean, what? You know, like, like, and obviously they're all these ridiculous approximations. You know, satirical takes on these celebrities. And they had them voice stupidly, and they would have them, oh, okay, we could fight. Yeah, this is a celebrity deathmatch. You buy this game, you can have Justin Timberlake fight Carrot Top. For effing what? For effing what? Or you can have uh, uh, Buster Rhymes go ahead and fight Mr. T. (laughs) Want to talk about Black on Black? For what? For absolutely what? It made no sense. This game is patently terrible if you i am i implore you all to even go look at the box art for this game that right there sets up expectations very well for what this is this is a game where you can at one point have marilyn manson fight jerry springer and that's just gucci um this game is terrible it was rated received extremely poorly um, as I believe the show should have as well, but it kept going. And, um, yeah, no follow-up really much after that. I think Celebrity Deathmatch, the show, went away, to, <laughs> went ahead and died and met its death not long after the game. Am I right? And, uh, yes, it, it deserved. This was a waste of everyone's time and effort. Um, and I'm pretty sure the developers, Big, Ape, Big Apes Productions, probably went out of shop because of this game. Uh because it made no money. Who's who the heck is going to buy this? By the way, I mean, no one likes the show that much to buy something that's ridiculous. Who's going to even buy this? It was wholly conceived from the, from the beginning. Uh, absolutely ridiculous premise, um, ridiculous show, even more ridiculous game. Um, man, it, it's yeah. This is this is terrible. It, it, it started okay, and I, it didn't start okay. It started better with Jackass, and then just really descended down the rabbit hole of ridiculousness with these last two games. But um, yeah, that is at Celebrity Deathmatch. That is game number three uh, for Games WTF. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know. Let me know what you think. Uh, that is it for this bonus level, though. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast podcast service i tell you i guarantee you, we put out better stuff than this uh we are on the spotify's and the apples and the google, google, google and we are on the stitchers and the iHeartRadio radio and the tune in all over the place you can also like the podcast on facebook at facebook.com forward slash thoughts and players all one word we are on Instagram at thoughts.players. We are on the Twitter. Check us out there at Thoughts Players2. And we are on TikTok where we post short clips. Thoughts Players. Ladies and gentlemen, chickens, ducks, and hens, I thank you once again for listening. And we will catch you on the next level.